Congratulations. You're a person in their 30s who survived Halloween. I did not do anything on Halloween. You didn't do anything. What'd you do? Not just nothing. I was going you watch- to. I was. Uh, I was going to um, trick or treat with my little nephew, but I was, just wasn't feeling very well. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, that's yeah. the story of my Halloween. <laughs> but uh, how was yours, my friend? I saw some very cute pictures of you on the internet. Oh, thank you. Yes, our Halloween was super, super fun. Uh, We, you know, it's so sad because, like, I feel like, man, like, all these blocks are so dead, man. Like, nobody, hardly anybody decorated. And so, like, the fam. But I know for a fact there's tons and tons of kids that live on this street. So, Ella and I, you know, we've got, like, a a pretty choice corner spot, you know? Mm -hmm, So, we mm -hmm. wanted to decorate. So, we decorated. And then... You know, around like 4.45, we were like, ah, we decorated last year too and nobody came by. I think we're just going to, we're just going to sit on the corner. So we're like, okay, we'll just sit on the corner. We'll put, we put some chairs and a table Mm -hmm. and we're like, and we'll just, you know, we'll have dinner outside. Beck and Alan are coming over, blah, blah, blah. Uh, And we'll hand out candy and really firmly establish and show like we are a house that is handing out candy children. Ha ha. And parents (laughs) mainly. Um, So, uh. So Becca comes over and Becca brings like the best four person adult costume, which is four hungry, hungry hippos. Oh, my gosh. That is so great. Did the kids today even know about hungry, hungry hippos? You know, that was also part of the fun, wasn't it? Guessing like asking which kids do you know what this is? And they're like, <laughs> what is happening? Um, they're like angry birds. Uh, oh no. God. So we had a, a green hippo, a pink hippo, a yellow hippo and an orange hippo. And then uh, we also, you know, Ella got some, Ella got a lot of food together. Becca brought, Becca made mashed potatoes and brought it over. And so we were, you know, we're all sitting in costume on the corner. And then it clicks like, oh my God, we are the hungry, hungry hippos. (laughs) We're sitting around a table eating dinner. Handing out candy as if the as if the act of the meal itself was proof of our character commitment. Dude, that is so cool. You like I accidentally so... <laughs> made it so meta. Whoa. Like, they were like, yes, I hope, I, know. I hope just like one person like walked by and was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like, well, because also, Hannah, like the, the way the hat is shaped uh. is that if you're looking down, it really sells the hippo factor. Like I sent you a picture of Alan and a picture of uh, Ella like at the table and if you're looking down it really sells the hippo factor the mm-hmm. hungry hungry hippo factor and so like we were all looking down at our plates which really looks like just four hippos sitting there eating dinner mm-hmm. <laughs> you know wow so you like accidentally won halloween basically is what you're telling me uh, we participated <laughs> at all and uh and that was fun it was great i mean it was great compared Yay. to last year it was great. I loved it. It was great. Man, yeah. I just feel like October just like flew by. I didn't even. It's cause it's just such a good month, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, I wish I'd slowed yeah. down and enjoyed it more. But I love, I love it, man. Spooky season. Spooky I, season. I love it. And also, you know, someone's birthday. I know. Now November is here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, birthday. Dude, you yeah. congratulations to you, my friend, on being alive. From a biological you. standpoint, you are succeeding 1000%. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, happy birthday to me. I'm 35, and uh, it beats the alternative. I'll tell you that much. You know? So true. So, so could not put it better so myself, tr- my friend. <laughs> Should we do it, man? Should we just like get into Let's it? I've got, I can lead the way. Let's on do this. it because we've been avoiding this. <laughs> and it's time to attach ourselves. <laughs> to It is time to attach ourselves to understanding attachment. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, 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 okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I've got a little, I've got a little outline here that I'm looking at. Ahem. Ahem. 
Uh-oh, that's not it. That's just a totally different document. <laughs> God, do you remember what it was like before we had so much connectivity for productivity? Man. Oh, man, yeah, just like emailing things. Yeah, man. That was it. Yeah. That was it, really. I, know. I don't, I don't know, I know how any... I don't know how any business functioned before. <laughs> you know what? But they did, which is Prop- very telling, right? Prop- yeah, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> that is what I was about to say. Um, okay, so we today here at Analysis are going to be diving into the topic of attachment theory, which is a really fascinating topic and one that Hannah and I, meh, we've been dragging our feet on. You know? Yeah, probably because it's going to be uh, very revealing. (laughs) Sure. But uh, we 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 love revelations. We do. We like Um, we like getting into the getting into the stuff. We do. So, Hannah, before I read the definition of attachment theory, you want to take a stab at it? Uh, sure. Okay, I would say attachment theory is full disclosure. By the way. I spent like an hour going through bureaucratic hoops with Medi-Cal today. So it's uh, 5.30 and I'm having a, uh, I'm having a gin and soda. Oh, well, you've earned it, my friend. My God. I think so, too. Yeah. Oh, I wish I had. I was on the phone. I wish I had a drink. I had three phone calls that went nowhere. Oh, God. Medi- <laughs> but they went somewhere. They did. They went somewhere. You know why? Because I took the first step in solving the problem. Which was to start. So, check. My friend, that is in, that for me. That is the hardest part, and I'm very impressed. Es- yeah. Uh, especially because when you said on the phone with Medi-Cal, if I had testicles, they would have like shriveled up inside of my body. Because um, I just know that is so unpleasant. <laughs> I know, man. Oh no, no, no! I've been dragging my feet on it for like two and a half months, and I and I have I have a, a co-commander here, Becca, who has made the on ramp so approachable. Mm-hmm. So without her existence, I think I would have been like, my yes, unsolvable. <laughs> I cannot do anything I at did all. I tried to do it, but for what? Uh, but for what? Yes, which I is know, really, uh, yeah. Covered California's open enrollment right now, everybody. Just in case you're. You need now, a- if you're uninsured, man, I'm re- I'm looking at so all of the doctors that my mom feels comfortable seeing are not no longer a part of the medical system, which oh is unfortunate. Get the dude, just, just so you know, I missed the recurring patient deadline by it was a three year window, so that the medical the group would continue to take medical patients, and uh, it was up in May. Oh. I know. So I had to hear that information and continue trying to problem solve. Oh, my God. First of all, that sentence is so confusing to me. I I hate our... I hate... I know. I I know. I think one of the ways I survived the conversation, though, was by pacing. And I took one hand and I just kept waving it around, you know? Like, I don't have to make this awful. I'm going to pace back and forth. And just keep doing it, and just keep doing it. And wow, if we had called in May, we would have a different result. Okay, la, 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 that is fine. I'm still going to try and continue on. Ha, 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 he, 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 la, la, la. But so, yeah, now I'm, uh, now I'm having a 5.30, a light, uh, a light little sody. And I feel proud of myself, I'm not going to lie, you know? Yeah, but I felt bad for a while, but now I feel proud and happy because I'm talking to my best friend and recording our podcast. I'm happy to talk to you, buddy. Yeah, I know that I personally, if I was like, oh, it was up in May, I should have known that. If I was a good person and organized, I would have looked at. I don't know, but I'm like, how? Yeah, how are you supposed to? All those thoughts are there. Oh, 100. (laughs) percent Tell me about it, right? Yeah, 100. percent That was the tidal wave. My sub my my learned consciousness wanted to inflict upon me mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. but i was like i'm not gonna let that happen man no stay gonna stay present yeah. i went and picked a lemon off the tree oh beautiful yeah picked a lemon off the tree sniffed this lemon was like whatever man fuck it it's not fair yeah. i sure know that yep yep and you know. are a uh a, a lovely expression of the cosmos and that is like existed for so much longer than fucking 
American healthcare. See, but I can't go to, but see, <laughs> see, I wish that the meta was helpful to me, but it's not. Like, I have to be grounded in the present because mm-hmm. if I go up to the meta, it takes me closer to my, wow, Hannah, why didn't you? Wow, Hannah, you should have called in May if you hadn't been dragging your feet on this, la la. Like, the meta takes me there. It does, like, cosmic oneness, I, I'm not healed enough yet for all things to not be like, like my meta is negative. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oblivion, mm-hmm. not oneness. Right, the void. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I can't, yeah, so I can't soothe myself with that. So mm-hmm. I go down instead, mm-hmm. you know? Well, that's, a, yeah. it's like that's very wise, my friend. It's not really wisdom. It's just more like a fact because in the past I've had therapists and like people and like I'll be like, well, you just got to remember that this is all part of life's la la la. And I'm like, this isn't working for me. <laughs> and then my, 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 my real therapist who works with people like me was like, nope, opposite. Uh-uh. That's going to take you closer to your animal brain. And guess what? Your animal brain is the part that's like, you know, so she's like, you got to get grounded. What do you like? And I'm like, the color yellow. What do you mean? What do I like? (laughs) But like literally during this conversation, she's like, so get something yellow. Look at it. Do you have yellow things? And I was like, well, actually, I have a lemon tree. She's like, go look at the lemon tree. Pick the lemon tree. Touch it with your hands. Like go away from oblivion because it's like. It doesn't soothe me. It doesn't bring me back into my life, which is mine, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is so antithetical to what I was told in the past. Mm-hmm, so it goes mm-hmm. to show that if your therapy process isn't working, it's not you. It's the process. There's lots of options. There's so many kinds of therapy out there and so many therapists. Yep. yep and so yep, many yep. styles. Mm-hmm. So many styles. Just, and also they're <gasps> like learning new stuff all the time. Hannah. What? Speaking of styles, Harry Styles. Let's talk about different styles of attachment. <laughs> let's do it. Oh my god, I'm so thrilled. Okay, great. We're going to talk about uh, the different types of attachment and introduce ourselves into attachment <gasps> right after this. talk about quote unquote attachment what do you think we're talking about what is attachment um i think it is it uh it is a broad term that it describes your behavior and reactions and responses to connecting with others resulting from your childhood experiences usually like I would say your attachment style is it's uh, like start it uh uh forgive me I'm very tired (laughs) it starts when you're very small it's what you learn and then it kind of follows you into adulthood and then you get to spend your adulthood uh sorting that shit out yes basically yes (laughs) that is exactly correct that is pretty much what we're talking about. So in in specifics, we're talking about this uh, idea of attachment theory, which um, two psychologists and a psychiatrist developed in 1951, so it's probably bullshit. But uh, <laughs> the headline of attachment theory is that very young children who, who fail to develop close and secure emotional bonds with a caregiver will experience behavioral problems in life. That's why I think that is bullshit, because... I actually think some of our most wounded are our most gracious. But in pop psychology today, thank you, thank you, yes, I know. In pop psychology today, this is translated almost exclusively into difficulty forming close and healthy connections with romantic partners. But let's say platonic partners too, because what is is love if not friendship, man? Absolutely, you know, I... I feel like, dude, I feel like that's some fucking heteronormative shit right there, uh, trying to like separate... Mm-hmm, Absolutely. Right? I know all all relationships can can be tended to and nurtured. That's just how it is, including friendships. I think a good friendship is just like a marriage, honestly. 
you know, goes Dude, up the patriarchy is the one that was like, you know what your most important relationship is? <laughs> the one with my dick. <laughs> the dick one, in case you yeah. weren't sure. Otherwise, it might be like, no, I think your friendships are very important to you. Yeah. Me too, as a man. I also have close friends that we hold each other. We hug. Well, ah, we have a whole different... We can, we we can talk about anything. I feel so supported and also gives me... I feel me, so safe. It gives me a break from, uh, you know, leaning on my wife all the time. You know, I, I can't believe we've built an, an entire... Honey, I can't believe <laughs> that all of society is built on men having no emotional support. That would be insane. Of course. Sometimes so, I'm. it's a miracle we're doing anything. <laughs> and, I've, and I've spent my whole adolescence practicing how to treat a romantic partner well via my intimate male friendships. Right. Darling. And also cultivating <laughs> compassion and love for myself, which was modeled to me by my own yeah. parents. You know what though? I have, I think the, the kids being born now and like the teens now are much more in touch with this kind of stuff. So I'm hoping that like the man, the man who goes to his grave, never having felt anything. I hope that that is just, uh, extinct, you know, in like I know. 10, 20 Well, years. it's not that they don't feel anything, right? It's that they're so immature. Is that they have their, their emotional under, intu- like the self-care, emotional language, intuitive understanding has been so, um, like, untended mm-hmm. that their feelings consume them. So, like, the most quote unquote unfeeling man is the one who is actually the most succumbed to their feelings. Oh, see, I was thinking more of like the man who's like has feelings, but does not know how to recognize them or acknowledge them or process them. And then they just. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then they just kind of float around in the bloodstream. And then yes. that guy shoots everyone at the post office. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. That was, that anyway, was <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, Hannah, you ready for the piece you were so excited about? Uh, yes, I am. Okay, good, me too. Ready? <sighs> Sorry. <sighs> okay. In this modern study of attachment, there are four attachment styles. Oh, Hannah. four. Mm-hmm. Much like there were six triangles. Wow. There are four <laughs> attachment styles. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, let's see. What, what do you think those four attachment styles are? Muppet style? No, just kidding. Uh. Okay, well, I was curious. I I wish. Define. Uh, so there's avoidant. I'd say there's secure, which I'm very curious what percentage of the population has a secure attachment style. I'm like, wow, you got it made. Um, and then we have avoidant. And then I feel like there's something more, like, implies, like, uh, oh, anxious. There's anxious style. So we have secure, avoidant, anxious. Uh, and, um, yeah, after that, I guess there's dead inside. I don't know. Uh, what's, what's the fourth one? <laughs> Did- you are correct. There is secure, avoidant, anxious, and disorganized. Oh, I don't think mm-hmm. I've heard of that one. Well, that's why we're here today. Shall I go through what the four mean? <laughs> Please do. Via words coming out of my mouth. <laughs> Secure attachment is the ideal attachment style. Well, probably. Whatever. Actually, yeah. Okay. Secure attachment is the ideal attachment style needed to enjoy healthy boundaries, fluidity of intimacy and individuation, and social engagement. This is developed by the child having caregivers who are positively attuned to the child, providing a safe haven with consistency and good enough, that's in quotes, Mm. care, attention, and affection. Mm -hmm. Now, this, remember, is not Mm all-encompassing by a long shot, but this means like, you believe your child is doing a good job. You have positive reinforcement of them. You um, maintain food, shelter, and safety. Okay? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. that kid could still grow up to be a narcissistic asshole. It just means that their attachments are secure. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. to 
point out like the wow who has who has secure attachment I would say a lot. I mean, there's a good chunk of people that do. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that they're that they don't have other things going on. Oh, for sure, for sure. Well, Does that makes sense. I wonder, like, how what uh, you know? All I wonder what other factors. I'm sure they they wouldn't. Uh, you know, the psychology community would not say, like, cut and dry. It's your parents. That's it. It's your uh, how the attachments formed. I mean. Yeah, so, you for know, sure. You, have, mean, you could people. have great parents and just be a fucking dick about it, but like <laughs> feel really secure and you're just so secure, in fact, that you're a narcissist. Like, who knows, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, this is like, so don't worry, guys. I promise there's nothing to envy. <laughs> I Just like North Korea. Sorry, there's a book called Nothing to Envy because that's what the government tells the citizens of North Korea. They have nothing to envy for the whole world Dude, ever. Sorry. You're... Wow, you are one of my most, like, you are, thank, dude, I, I'm like, when I'm in your company, I feel like, yeah, I hang out with cool, smart people. <laughs> oh, thanks, no, my just, buddy. Yeah, no, it's I very great. I feel the same way about you. Ah, thanks, man. In the avoidant attachment style, caregivers' emotional, unav- caregivers' who are emotionally unavailable, insensitive, and even hostile Mm. in responding to a child's needs, form connections that are a strategy. The the child forms a connection that is a a coping strategy of disconnection. Avoidantly attached people commonly find their greatest struggle to be a lack of emotion. Oh. Your place of safety is also your place of fear. So the closer you may get to someone, the more you want to reject them or find a reason to push them away from you. Right. And this is so common. I mean, I feel like every, I I just feel like it's so common to hear like, oh my gosh, it's just so frightening. It's so frightening to develop feelings for someone or like to see Trust. someone have fit to accept someone's feelings for you and not be like well that fucking idiot why would they want to hang around in this town i mean yeah <laughs> i agree <laughs> it's it's i don't want to be a member of any club that will accept me mm-hmm. kind of mentality mm-hmm. manifest right mm-hmm. i can't wait oh man i can't wait for us to take this fucking test okay <laughs> next ambivalence a.k.a. anxious attachment. Anxiously attached people have had caregivers who were on again and off again, inconsistently tending and attuning to the child. So maybe sometimes, well, I'll I'll, I'll keep reading this. So like by inconsistently attuning, we mean you ate dinner tonight, but I yelled at you about your schoolwork or I didn't care what you did today, said you were great, but I got drunk at dinner time, like inconsistent. So it's like even more like, wait, do you love me or not? Ugh, that seems like the whereas, worst one. Like whereas be avoidant, <laughs> avoidant is like, I know you don't love me, right? So like, let's just oh, like God. let's just stop this. And then anxious is like, oh my God, I think you, I think you love. Do you love me? Do you love me? Oh, God. Yeah, it sounds like, you know, when, like, someone in your family is an alcoholic or, like, and then you're just like, I am always, 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 like, an antenna for your mood and what's going on, and I don't want you to freak out. Like, oh, yeah, so terrible. So, so an environment could have had an anxious child that's like, I'm a fucking antenna, and also I wish you loved me because I love you so much. Mm-hmm. But then the avoidant child is like, I don't feel anything for anybody at mm. all, ever. Any of these people, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And then maybe the secure attached child is like f- fucking doing fisticuffs with the drunk. You know right? who I think like, kind of secure, has a secure attachment style is SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't, I'm not familiar with the work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, finally, the last one, the last one. Okay, yeah. here we go. Ready? The last one, oh, sorry, let me finish reading the avoid, uh, the ambivalent, <clears throat> or the anxious. Ambivalent slash anxious. 
Because of the lack of consistency, the child doubts whether their needs will be met and is on the constant lookout for cues and clues to how their behavior may or may not influence the parent's response, a.k.a. love. Mm-hmm. Boom. Finally, disorganized attachment. A disorganized attachment style results when a caregiver presents double binding messages to children. This is sometimes called paradoxical injunction. Parents create situations for the child that are unsolvable and unwinnable. Oh my God. What is that? Like what? Like, is that like, I'm, I'm using you, my child as some kind of thing for me to feel something or prove something like what, how, what is like an example of that? You know what? I actually think we're going to find, I, I, I I have a, an example in my head, Ah, but uh, I think we have to take this quiz Mm, mm -hmm, and then tell each other our results. Okay. Okay. Ah, Stealing myself. Right after this. (laughs) And we're back. What a test, am I right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I want to go into a small space. Uh, so we took this test, which, uh, for our Patreons over at the, uh, patreon.com slash analyze this, the link will be posted, um, which specific, uh, attachment test we took, but, um, I, I think it would be kind of fun to talk about, like, I noted five questions that made me be like, brah, so, like, (laughs) I thought it'd be kind of fun to just highlight those questions and then we can reveal our attachment styles and discuss oh yeah 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 sounds good uh here's an example just so everybody knows what we're talking about because i realize now it would probably be um advantageous for me to uh explain the format of the questions the format of the questions is as such uh the first question is i can keep secrets protect my partner's privacy and respect boundaries rarely sometimes usually so basically, that's the, the, the structure of the test is rarely, rarely slash never, often, or sometimes, and usually slash often. Okay. So the first question that gave me pause was, I feel people are essentially good at heart. Right. And my... my yeah, and I was like, I, was, no. I feel like you can be very secure in your attachment and also be like, uh, people are garbage. <laughs> I mean, right? But I was just like, well, and like it was in that feeling that it gave me that I realized that I I don't know if I do think that. And so I wrote, I think I put rarely, but I can't remember. But I was like, meh, rarely, meh, sometimes, eh. Like, I fell into that one. That one was like, that was a weird one. I feel people are good at heart. Have you met people? And then I was like, Hannah, <laughs> Hannah, I think that reveals, Hannah Hart, Hannah, I think that reveals how you really think. Because I'm like, I don't know a lot of people that put a lot of work into their emotional selves. So what are we talking about good well, at heart? And like, my question is, I do believe everyone's good at heart. However, well, like what I, what I believe is everyone has great capacity for goodness, but so often people choose not to do that (laughs) so like does that equal the same thing if 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 like most people consistently choose to be uh selfish or harmful to others or uh, like bigoted like what does that oh whatever this is a question for a different time anyways but no no but that exact but that is that is exactly it it's that you and i have the same interpretation of the same question and have arrived at different results. Mm. Crazy, right? Okay, what was one? What was a question that stuck out on your mind? And there are lots of questions here, guys. There are way too many for us to go through them one by one. Um, so it, again, for our Patreons, there's a link to the quiz, et cetera, et cetera. But okay, Hannah, hit me. Hit me with one of yours. One of the statements is, protection often feels out of reach. Which I thought yeah. was just so wild. Like, first of all, what does that mean? <laughs> like, protection from what? 
Um, and then I was like, oh no, I must be so damaged or something because I'm like, I was like, maybe someone who was very secure. It's like, oh yes, of course I feel, I know what that, I could, I know what that means. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like Sansa in season six of Game of Thrones. She's like, no one can protect anyone. I'm like, yeah, uh, we're not going to have water. Uh, I could get hit by a bus tomorrow. Like what? (laughs) Um, So, so protection often feels out of reach. I put uh, hella, I put hella. That was my. You rarely, sometimes, and usually. I put usually. You put yeah. usually. Yeah, word. Totes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That, see? These ones that stick out in our minds, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. One that stuck out for me was I chronically second guess myself and sometimes wish I had said something differently. Oh, that this- one stuck out for me too. Good. Oh, we can cross it out because we both got it. Yeah. Or like we can be like, yeah, yeah, dude. Because I was like, how can you say I chronically do something sometimes? I chronically second guess myself and sometimes wish I had said things differently. No, I'm like, no, I was like, I was like, I chronically second guess myself and Oh, wait, no, but it's not always that I do think I do. Oh, okay, I get it. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Mm. I wrote off. I wrote often. I wrote all the time. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, Who wouldn't? I think I put sometimes or often for that one. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, because. Uh, A thinking man. Even if, even if I thinks don't, again. <laughs> even if I don't do it. Let's, I think I, there's. Okay. I think I can do it chronically in a session of being with someone. And then in the next time I'm with someone, I could be out of that mode. So it's like, it's not like that happens every time I'm with someone close, but I can have an experience where I cannot stop doubting myself the entire time that I'm with somebody. You know? Wow. Yeah. No, I didn't even think about with people. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, this is an attachment style quiz. So, <laughs> oh, my friend. I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, I was like, okay, Um, okay, your turn. Um, Oh, okay. So this one I found kind of frustrating. It's, it is easier for me to think things through than to express myself emotionally because I feel like I can, I can express myself pretty clearly and I'm pretty good at knowing what I'm feeling. However, I do also overthink how to say it. First, I'm like, well, wait, why am I feeling that? Do I actually feel mm. that? Am I wrong to feel that? Like, blah, 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 blah. Dude. So, yeah. I, uh, so I think that was like a sometimes for me. Because I was like, well, yeah. I do overthink everything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I take like six years. I'm like, hey, do you remember that one time we were at Applebee's? And... Um, <laughs> You made that joke, and then I was like, ah, actually, it was really hurt my feelings. <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, I, I put, yeah, usually, because I realized that I only ever express, express myself emotionally after having thought it through to the end of itself. So if I'm feeling emotional... I don't express anything because I'm like, hmm. And and when I'm feeling emotional, I feel scared mm. of myself, mm. you know, because it's so like big, you know. So I'm like, hmm, I'm going to have to really think through how to convey this so I don't just fucking die, you know. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So I feel interesting. like to some, to some extent, we both. We both like, we're like, I feel something. And then we're like, let's bring it up to the head. And then just yep, like. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I said. But dude, that has literally been my goal in my work with my therapist. Um, my, my, when the very first session I had with this person, uh, I think we hit our one year anniversary or right before the pandemic started. But like, so, oh my God, we're almost at two. Really positive work. I said, the very first session I walk in, fucking bleached hair just like so fit so like just covered in like money sit down no i'm dead serious dude like so fancy so like i'm on it and this is 2019 i'm like what up what up i'm you know blah and i sit down and i go 
I would like to feel something below my neck. Ah, wow, well done. That's my goal for our work together, mm-hmm. is that I want to be able to feel what's happening below my throat. I want my heart to get a chance to come to my throat to come out my voice. I'm just nodding because this is such yeah, an important statement. And she was like, okay, fancy. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's just, honestly, I guess. Finding, dude, I, I can't say it enough. You find, I don't know. It's really healing work. It's crazy. It feels like magic, yeah. But I'm just like, okay, cool. It's not magic. I just am with someone who's helping me because I gave up the belief that I was the thing that wasn't working. Oh. Mm. Ah, well, thank God for that. Yeah. Uh, Okay, short one. This is really short. My next one is really short, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I just wrote exaggerated startle. So let me look up what the word startle is. Okay. I have an exaggerated startle response when others approach me unexpectedly. I was like, what do you think startle is? (laughs) (laughs) So then I wrote usually. I... I also, I was kind of like, huh, because I, 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 I just, I just pictured like, you know, you're like at a coffee shop, like reading a book and someone's like, hello. <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> like, what are you talking to me? Um, but I think that I, that was actually like a, not often for me. Cause I, for me, for me, if I get startled, I, <laughs> I leave my body. Cause I'll be like, whoa. But then I'm like, who can say where the road goes? You're like, you're da, like, da, da, you're like da. Dr. Strange being shoved out of his body. <laughs> yeah, literally, yeah. That's why, and like, I remember when Ella and I first started, like, we have a, ha- Ella, Ella loves to do jump scares. Oh and my God. Remember, you remember this, right? In the beginning of our relationship, Ella did like a jump scare in our apartment. And I was like. I like took her and I sat her down. I was like, you can never do that again. You cannot scare me in my home. I know, but I'm not there. And it's still true today. I'm just not, you can't scare me. You just can't do it. Like Ella could come up to me on the stream and like she startles me and I'm like, Jesus, fuck. But I can get grounded really fast, you know? But like, it's just not my kind of prank, man. It'll really fuck me up. No, 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 no. And also, it's so hard for me to see how that means I love you. <laughs> I just- I, oh, no, no. But like straight up, Hannah, I scare Ella all the time. She loves it. She giggles oh, like a baby. She okay. loves it. She likes me. She loves it. Wow. Oh, God. And I'm like. She loves it. She's like, Hannah, Hannah, I know you're here. And I'm like hiding behind a door and I'm like, and like if I get it, it's like playing a it's more like from her perspective it's like it's like we're playing a game together suddenly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the game is I'm gonna get you oh, you ever like okay, you know it's okay. like I'm gonna get you you yeah. know gosh I guess I, I don't like that feeling of something's coming I don't know when yeah unless it's like my kind of prank is like I'm gonna fill your dresser with rainbow poofy balls you know so when you open them you'll be like oh Oh, yay. But, See, uh, yeah. If you filled my dresser rainbow poofy balls, I would be like, who touched my dresser? You'd be like, look at all of this shit that I now have to clean up. <laughs> Not even. I'd be like, why did someone touch my stuff? But like, or like, not even, not even. Let's not even, let's not even talk about it. That's how upsetting the thought is. Oh, goodness. Okay. Well, good thing I, I know. I mean, because like, I know. Be oh, like, God. oh, so you touched my things. Just like, do you want to like, I don't know, maybe cut off all my hair next? <laughs> yeah. Some, maybe. Okay. Uh, so that was my next one. Okay. The next one for me was, I find myself minimizing the importance of close relationships. And. I remember that question, but I also felt it easy to answer. I was, but yeah, I, I was like, yeah. well, it just it really brought up a lot because I've, I, I've mm. been struggling really for the past like four or five years I feel to it's just so hard for me to it's so hard to it's so hard to figure out what is 
me acting out like trauma and what is not healthy and what is my just my choice like because for so long Mm -hmm. like for example i was like not dating and i still have this belief that i don't have to fucking date if i don't want to i could be single for the rest of my life and that's fine and like but there is like part of me that's like oh that's because you're just you're such a like you're that's not okay that's like that's just coming from wounds but i i also feel like it's kind of political because hi have you had a relationship inside of our toxic rape culture it's not like it's like people always talk like but also like asexuality pansexuality periods of asexuality like everything i mean this is a flow and a spectrum and a never-ending cycle like if you're feeling torn between identifying what is action versus reaction manifesting the tools that you can trust to identify it is only half the battle because the other half is accepting the truth you identify Mm. so like there's work in figuring out is this action or reaction? Am I reacting or am I acting? Am I choosing this? And then you go through your checks and balances. And then it could be like reaction or action. And then you're like, hmm. Patooey! Like that whole second half is the acceptance half. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is. Well, I guess, yeah, where, that's not. I'm not a. Like if I was just. Like I don't have the. Whatever in this moment. I I feel like I don't have the conviction or like the strength of self to be like why not yes absolutely i accept that about myself that i could just right maybe it's i mean yeah that's a huge fucking deal dude people stay closeted their entire lives Mm. like that's a huge fucking deal yeah we literally like hannah we're in our 30s aka fighting for our lives Mm. our internal worlds (laughs) this is when this is when we and I'm so happy to know that there are lots of people in their 20s listening to this because what you're learning right now and what you're loving about yourself, your 30s are basically trying to assess how much of yourself you can keep and physically survive society. Right. That takes a while. <laughs> and it's not very romantic, is it? No, no, not at all. Not. So if there are things about yourself you could not accept in your 20s, they will manifest in your 30s. And your 30s are like this, like, really like guillotine. Like, it's really an intense crossroads, I feel like. But you know what? And your 40s and your 50s and your 60s and then you're dead. Oh, totally. Well, my mom always said, so long as you're breathing, anything is possible. And Mm -hmm. my experience of my 30s is that I feel like I walked up to the edge of my own cliff. And I had a choice, which was numb out forever, force yourself to break your boundaries for the rest of your life, or just fucking stop and back up. Your 20s, were go, go backwards. Right. I, I mean, actually, I would say if, if it's like it's a, a gift to be doing it in your 30s, because usually if you're not, that means you're doing it in your 40s for the first time. <laughs> Or some people still just... valuable, still valuable oh for those God. of us who are in their forties listening to this podcast. Still valuable. Never give up. Of course. Never, never, never give up. Should we do it? Should we reveal <gasps> our attachment? Oh, let's do it! I almost forgot about that part. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. To recap, the four attachment styles are secure, the ideal, uh, 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 quote unquote. Yeah, fucking whatever that means. Avoidant <laughs> slash dismissive ambivalent slash anxious and disorganized uh so 37 percent is secure so that's like a third of the pie is secure okay a third of the pie is secure another third is ambivalent anxious disorganized okay and then the other third is avoidant dismissive somebody what were the results of your test well uh i am predominantly disorganized but i'm equal parts secure avoidant and ambivalent (laughs) so 
for me, my interpretation of this, because it is really hard to swallow, you know, because um, my fear is that by having a disorganized attachment style, um, you know, because when I was looking at the questions, I really tried to answer them like my gut reaction. Mm-hmm. What's my gut reaction versus mm-hmm. what do I choose or how do I cope or blah, blah, blah. And like immediately, like I immediately go from gut to coping mm-hmm. so fast. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it takes a second. But I answered like gut, 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 like pre-cope, premeditated. How does it feel? I feel this. How does it feel? I feel this. Not my, I feel this. I do this because I live my life in I do this so I tried to really answer these questions I feel this I do this I tried to answer them in the I feel this place right 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 right. and that's why I think my uh results are disorganized um but then also fun like it makes me laugh because this is probably why my uh, full disclosure, listeners, I had to fully stop. It's now an hour later from when you thought it was. <laughs> I had to fully stop. Um, but this is I th- my, 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 and this is like, I think pretty useful information. Ultimately, this is why my therapist said to me that they don't know if attachment theory is a helpful practice for me because I'm mm. already working so hard mm-hmm. uh, to manifest the life I want to leave behind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That seeing uh, how disorganized my attachment style is uh, wasn't helpful for me because I want to leave a different life behind. I want to raise, well, we're not having kids, but like if I had kids or like, well, with my community, right? Mm-hmm. I want to manifest a healthy avoidant ambivalent whatever anxious secure i want to manifest different attachments you know um Mm -hmm. so this is heavy stuff yeah and i'm also kind of like i don't what yeah was this helpful (laughs) for me like (laughs) or did it only make me feel bad about myself i mean i suppose if you never give any thought to the things that happen in your mind and heart, you might be like, oh, whoa, but, but yeah. So you're, if so, yeah, actually, good, <laughs> that's an exactly great point. So for the Analyze This listeners, uh, IDK about attachment style. And if you have a friend who like maybe has never thought about any feelings versus reactions versus actions, I send it their way. See what they're all about. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it's, 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 yeah. And this is, you know, when, um, you know, when Ella was in treatment, she read the book Attached. That was part of her work in treatment was to talk about attachment styles to understand like, you know, because if you have bipolar disorder, if you have a mood disorder mm-hmm. and you have anxious, avoidant, secure, disorganized, whatever, everything's just turned up in saturation, right? So they're like, we're going to read about attachment styles. And the majority, the majority of people have anxious attachment. That is the majority. That's the number one attachment style is anxious. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so if you have a mood disorder or personality disorder, it's turning up the saturation on that, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. So it is, it is um, interesting information. And if you're someone, if, it is interesting information and it does not change your goals. I am not going to look at my results and think that you're so much more than those results. That's right. And my core is my core, but I get to, I get to reveal it, you know? And I'm proud of myself for answering really deeply, honestly. And I can't wait to talk to my therapist next week and say, well, I get why you didn't want me to see that because it would be so upsetting, obviously, (laughs) you know? Uh, and I'm really glad I looked at it. I, I saw it today 
instead of last year because I think I would have been like, well, I don't, who cares? Who fucking cares? Long story short, uh, it is, long story short, this is a lot to process. And I'm, I'm, I, I am in the acceptance half. It falls into the, it won't ever feel different, but you can always do different to yourself towards others but it sucks man yeah that sucks yeah my friend i just want to emphasize for everybody out there when we discuss these kinds of very heavy topics uh a lot of stuff can come up and it's very important to be kind and gentle with yourself as much as you can um yeah, for even sh- if you don't think you deserve it, even if you don't think there's any point to, it. even if you don't know what kindness feels like, if you can't understand what it is to comfort yourself, then what I've been told is to just move slowly. Mm. If you if you don't have an idea of what comfort feels like, just move slowly, slow down, slow all the way down, drink a glass of water. Your comfort doesn't have to be anybody else's. It's just sometimes comfort is the ability to have the privacy to slow down. IMHO, in my humble opinion, in my honest opinion, you know? I mean, who knows, Gelby? We saved a life today. (laughs) I do not doubt it. I Uh, do not doubt it either. Yeah, man. I I wish we could, uh, you know... I feel like you've said so many just very beautiful, elegant, eloquent, real things. And I was like, I wish we could kind of just fade without doing our like, oh, goodbye. <laughs> hey, but you know what the best part is? Hmm. We can totally, totally just fade into our little music. That's right. We don't have to end it the same way every time. Your life is what you make it. Mm-hmm. But like, just FYI, you don't get to change the ingredients. Here we go again. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Okay, great. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye.